Hi, welcome back to Eye to Eye, a weekly podcast talk show about passion, flow, and creativity, where we learn about ourselves from listening to others' stories. I'm your host, Aaron Holman, and our guest today is, well, our guests today are. <laughs> I'm Sergio Aragon. I'm Jesus Gutierrez, and we're co-founders of Gay Party Pro. Well, Sergio, Jesus, I'm so happy that you were able to join us today. We're so happy to be here. Welcome to the podcast, Jesus Sergio of Gay Pride Apparel. I am freaking out that you're here today, honestly. Go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about, well, who each of you are and what Gay Pride Apparel is. Yeah, so I'm Jesus. I, you know, I come from, um, we both are actually born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. We actually grew up blocks away from each other. We went to middle school together, went to high school school together we're really really close friends and then we went to college separately and after college I started dating (laughs) which was a a weird bizarre thing that happened but it was meant to be um and professionally we both work in fashion but our side hustle and kind of like our our main baby now I guess that we've turned from you know nothing to something is gay pride apparel and um since like the beginning of this we wanted to do something that was different out there we were looking into the market we moved to new york city from arizona and we were like we were going to celebrate our first pride in new york city and we're like all right we need to get like the cutest like shirts to wear we're so excited and we were doing our research and there was nothing really out there we were like going to amazon we were going to etsy and like they were all very i don't know how to say it but if it was there (laughs) it was not like by the community you know it was like it was exactly. apparel by like, you know, random China place, which yeah. is fine. No shame. But like, we also were like- maybe- A little bit of shade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little. yeah of course. Because we're like, where are, the, where, where are we? Where, where are people like us making clothes for us and for the community and like things that represent us, you know? Not someone from like a corporate company just putting a rainbow on a shirt, you know? Yeah, that is one of the things that has bothered me the most in uh, about what pride was to what it has become. You know, it is so much a commodity uh, showing your support for the gay community. So I was personally very thrilled when I saw a company like yours that popped up on the scene where, like you said, it was made by us for us. That definitely is what caught my interest as well. Something you guys mentioned was you were best friends growing up and after college, you started dating. Now, I want to know a little bit more about that. Why <laughs> didn't it happen sooner? And then what switched? We met each other in fifth I'll, grade. I'll, give, I'll let him tell this yeah, story. What he gets right and we gets wrong. Well, we met in fifth grade. We were in the same classroom, like door to door. Like we would just walk to each other, like going to lunch. We had the same friend group. We went to the same middle school. We had the same friend group. We went to high school and then he came out in high school, which was like a shock. We were best friends and I'm like, I'm taken back because I'm like straight, like I have a girlfriend, like it's like completely different. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, I did just, too. <laughs> yeah. Just to add to like the tea was that we weren't friends when I came out. We had just like had a falling out. Like we were just like in the middle of a fight. So he always tells me this. And when we first started dating, he was definitely telling me this, but when I came out to my friends, he wasn't part of my friend group. 
Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's like, I am never gonna be like let go of the fact that I learned that you were gay through like the grapevine, not from you directly. Like in the middle of the hallway during lunch. <laughs> through someone How rude. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I was like, we were best friends. We're not friends anymore, and you're gay and you didn't tell me. Like me, like in the closet, like I'm gay too, you know, like ah, you know. Yeah. But then but then we went to we went to different colleges. Um we did make up after I came out. We like we became friends again. And then yeah. I came out in college, my mm-hmm. sophomore year, and then we both had different relationships. And we would talk to each other about our relationships, and we're like, "What are we doing? Like, why are we wasting our time with these people?" And like, we're talking to each no other about anyone the other so people. You know what I mean? Listen, when it's right, it's right. So yeah, yeah. and then we just like we 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 kept like. And it was always so funny because we didn't see it and everyone else saw it since high school. They're like, you guys are too close. It's weird. Mm -hmm. But we never really saw it until we saw it. And then we're like, oh, this is, this is weird. Like now we see it. And (laughs) even like our, our, like our boyfriends at the time in college would be like, you're too close to him. Like, why are you so obsessed with him? Or like, and honestly, we were just like, it's platonic. Like we're like really best friends. Like why would, but the extra layer was like the, I guess the fact that we were both gay now and that like he was out and and like we did mess around here and there. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's just being yeah. good friends uh, in the gay yeah. community. Um, if you don't know that that is just being friendly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or it really can be. Um, I'm very happy for uh, both of you that this sort of came into perspective and you know led to what you're doing together now. So what took you from Arizona to going to New York? I don't know. We, we always try to think about it too. We're like, what, why did we move here? And I've been seeing a meme going around. You've probably seen it like, and it's on TikTok a lot too. It's like gay people always glow up and like do the most, like the most successful stuff after college because yes. they were they get time to shine. Yes. I think that was like us being like, all right, Arizona, first of all, Love my state, but like, Arizona. just a little trashy, you know. Listen, I grew up in uh, I grew up in Louisiana, uh, so I mean, you know, yeah, I've never been that. back. If it helps, I, I do, I've hey, never been yeah. back for a visit. <laughs> exactly. So, but again, back. love the state. Yeah, <laughs> love my friends, love you all, but you live in a trashy state. Uh, no, but we were we were we wanted more for our we like I said earlier we come from like very. Um, I guess not necessarily poverty, but very like hard upbringings where it's like, you know, the, the norm is to stay where you grew up and work in the neighborhood and nothing like not shaming that like, yes, do your thing. And, you know, but leaving that, that kind of bubble was important to us as yeah. just like people, especially yeah. having gone to fairly liberal colleges. Cause yeah, we both went to fairly liberal mm-hmm. colleges, but um, we wanted more. So we, we looked at, we literally came to visit New York March, um, of 2018, I believe. And yeah. then by April 27th, we were here already. Four weeks later, we moved yeah. here. We packed our bags and we moved. <laughs> I love that. That's really, um, a lot of people will make up every excuse in the book to not go for it, to not make that move. I've been very nomadic for my entire life, you know, wandering around trying to find where I would like to be on this planet. So I encourage when people leave their hometown for the love of God, you know, even if you go back, that's fine. 
Um, but it is different just by leaving, you know? Yeah. Um, I applaud you. I'm very impressed. How'd you do that in a month? How'd you find a place? You have no idea through Facebook. We were just I... emailing, messaging everyone. We found it hard in any city, yeah. let alone New York. Yeah. We we just had like guess like the commitment and de determination. We bought we our one way. We talent. We were just like, <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. We bought yeah, and our friend, very good friend Aminda. She's a very like a free spirit. She's a photographer by trade, but she just like flops around the, the world. And you're like, where's Aminda now? Kind of like a game of word Waldo. And yeah. we called her, and I I feel like I knew that she, she would just be like, just book it, just book it. And I called her, and she's like. Oh, what do you, because we, we had a plan for six months. We were like, in six months, we'll move there. She was like, book a one way for a month from now. And I was like, what? And she's like, book a one way for like a month from now. That way you have a deadline. And I'm like, that's one way to live. Life. And it was just like a fire under us. We're like, we have 27 days. We haven't found this. We have 18 days. We haven't found this until we were here. Yeah. And then we moved here. And now it's been two and, and a, a half, half years, years. Yeah. which half of that or like six months of that has been in quarantine. So that's fun. Yeah. But. Yeah, which, how are you doing uh, during all of, uh, I don't know, this time indoors? Um, you Good. Know, yeah, we could, we could, it Very could be worse. Grateful. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, we were lucky enough to have like jobs day jobs that, you know, we can work from home. We know a lot of people who were like laid off. We were luckily not laid off. Healthy in New York City and where it was like the epicenter of like everything yeah. and like just being very aware of our surroundings and knowing the precautions that we have to take for everyone. Yeah, how are you doing? How's... Uh, well, where I literally live, I'm in Eastern Washington uh, currently, and it's where I've been for about two years. Oh, this town is a very uh, rural, and it is, um, I mean, it's, the town itself is not doing well. I am blessed to be doing very well. <laughs> you know, um, but that is just like you were saying, being responsible, knowing what it is that I need to do uh, to protect myself and others. So, wearing masks there. Oh yes, a hundred percent. That is a, but it's, it's actually just a recent thing only for here. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So we, it's been a thing here since we got back. For we went to Mexico right before quarantine hit, uh, and we came back and it was already a mandate. So that was March twenty something. So we've yeah. been wearing masks for like four It months. just became a mandate at the end of June for us. If that tells you the response that this town likes to have. <laughs> the news is available, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Moving on to a more fun topic. Let's dive more into Gay Pride Apparel and what the creation of this passion project looked like. Uh, what were the first steps that you took uh, well, we were in, let me set the scene here. We yeah. were in Brooklyn, in our apartment, in our bedroom with our computers out. Just like, it's gonna be Pride, it's January, and we're like, let's look, let's look. We're like, let, we couldn't find anything. So we had experience in like building other stores for people. We're like, let's just pop some designs and build it for us. And let's see what happens. Literally a Sunday afternoon before like we went to like our real job the next day, we yeah. didn't sleep the whole night. Like we were up the whole night, just like, just trying out different themes, just doing different like themes and like designs and everything. It was, it was, a, it, it was this weird rush of like adrenaline Something where it's new. like, it felt good. And it felt like, like it was the right thing to do. And it's, it sounds cliche saying it out loud, but it was just like, 
we literally i look back to that one specific sunday uh-huh, <laughs> where we yeah. were like we were sitting we were sitting and i remember like just cranking out just even designing because we initially had this like concept of like being proud of where you're from and um we were just designing away and like we're not graphic designers like we're, we we do work in fashion by day but it's more corporate um and we created a couple designs and we put them online and we we're like let's see if anyone gets anything and clearly you're number eight so yeah. it worked <laughs> yeah it really did uh the the shirt that i purchased was the trans live matter t-shirt um and it's one of my most comfortable t-shirts honestly it really is so it sounds like it was a strike of inspiration yeah you know yeah. it and was like let's I- use our skills for ourselves exactly so that, yeah so we were in like we moved to new york at that point it almost was gonna be a year um of living in new york and i really will say this and i keep saying this i really think that we were very very burnt out from the new city from the new jobs from from the hustle and bustle of new york that we we weren't getting fulfilled almost by our day jobs we kind of felt kind of like we were just like our energy was yeah. being drained and we were like we need something for ourselves to make ourselves exciting new, yeah. just like like how you were talking about the flow like the flow was there for work just cranking out a nine to five like punching in numbers but like where was our mind going where were like what were we thinking about our, our goals and like our inspiration and where were we putting that into so it, yeah. it could be a little bit of i guess for, for me it was like lack of fulfillment at work yeah and then also kind of like just the energy of the city and and to be honest, at one point, it was also because we were doing, we were really, really suffering like financially. And we were like, we need to kind of have something on the side to help us live in this city. Because <laughs> yeah. New York, I'm sure you've heard, it will like chew you, <laughs> chew you, oh, yeah. spit you out, bring you and back. And it did. And then it'll like, it's Multiple like really times. like. <laughs> I hear that's why and New York is so hard, you know? Like, city's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's really incredible. It, necessity is the mother of all invention. And it sounds like you needed something to nurture, you know, not just your wallets, but your spirit. And, you know, I can understand and why that was important. That, like, as like two, like, we're, we're from like Maryville, Arizona, like two people of color, Look it up. queer <laughs> people, like we wanted to like learn more about like our history and who we are. And like every like part of the letter of like, the queer oh, alphabet, man. you know, like it was just like, what are we doing as for like gay men? Like, that's it. Like, what else are we doing for like our community? Because there might be a lot of people out there that like are being represented and supporting, but not doing much. So, we're like, what are we doing for ourselves and learning? Yeah. That was also a big thing because it was, if we launched not coincidentally, but because of the 50th anniversary of Stonewall Riots, like we, so I guess coming from Arizona, being in New York, state, like you don't going to Stonewall Inn and seeing all these places where like things actually happen, like it sparked in something into us, and we're like, we have to be these people because it's we're still there's so much to go, you know? Yeah, I, I think it's like agree. a inspiration. It was like frustration. It was all bottled up. Being and in then, the city, it was just <laughs> we were like, let's put it on a website. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you open it up? Was um yeah, when did this happen? So we. I, so Sergio is a very um, strategic and very calculated. I am the complete opposite. I, Balance. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It really exactly. works out. I always call him the creative director and I'm just like, no <laughs> ideas. 
he's like, yes, no, maybe, eh, oh, don't do that. Yeah. Okay. So I, my, and I'm also very impulsive, super, <laughs> which I guess it's like super completely impulsive. opposite. I'm just like you, Jesus, I promise. Like, <laughs> my partner is the one who like brings it into reality. And I'm just like, but I have every idea for you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, give us the ideas, but now let's like plan it out. Cause like, it's not like- we, The plan you know, is so that easy. Like, oh, hold on, let's just put it out there. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so true. You guys are the same, literally. So I, yeah, so I, the, we launched January 21st, 2019, um, the exact date. If it was for Sergio, we probably would have waited a couple of weeks before we like launched anything to make sure it like worked well. But I was just like, let's just try it. And you know, our first couple of customers were um, our family, our friends and, and stuff like that. So it was nice. But Officially, it's been over a year and a half now. Yeah, and it's been insane. How many designs have you come up with? Can you uh, ballpark that? Mm -hmm. We <sighs> have. Well, it's gotten from like a baby design from January and like not knowing anything. And I had to teach myself how to do Adobe InDesign, Photoshop, like just you like great literally work. sit there. It's not, thank you so much, but it's, we're still growing and learning. And it's, I feel like, if we have this and if we can quantify it yeah. i think it's gone from like having one to ten designs because we had one design that was like duplicated in different versions um to maybe having like upwards of like 400 500 different designs wow um that they don't all necessarily live on the site right now but but like we test one and we see if this one works and then we're like all right let's scratch this one and let's use this font for that design and then we go from yeah there. we've really grown uh, it's like designers, artists, um, and we really like like to play around with whatever we, we you know, we think. And that's about. something that like our job hasn't let us do, you know? Yeah, we like mm. it. yeah. Some freedom to change it up, you know, based yeah. on the response that you're getting. It sounds like you really pay attention to, you know, what does work and what doesn't. Yeah. I think that would be very indicative of your success. And that's one of our pillars as a company, um, you know, listening, adjusting and kind of like making sure that we're we're giving what they want because at the end of the day you know we can make a shirt and we love it i'll wear it <laughs> but if our customer doesn't feel like it's, you know it's meeting their needs or even the community as a whole if we're just like looking at it from our lens we'll never create things that you know that kind of hits that broader audience versus just like narrowing down because mm -hmm. um, people will always comment on our stuff like <laughs> recently i did a design and it was like um neighborhoods right and then mm -hmm. i like i jokingly was like we probably missed like 900 neighborhoods like comment below I'm yeah sure everyone there was like was. 900 plus comments like what about my town and i'm like i'm so sorry here we go <laughs> i i literally already prefaced i missed a lot of them you know uh <laughs> you can't understand that this is just developing an idea <laughs> you know like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, like, we always like joke about like it's really just two of us guys give us cut us some slack right now that's absolutely incredible that it is just you two because I can't imagine uh, having the full-time jobs that you do and then doing this on top of it. It's very impressive. Have you had to handle any discrimination either for being queer or even Latino? Have you found any resistance in that in creating this? Yeah, I feel like well, being growing up Mexican in Maryville, we would go to stores and then they were just like, 
judge us for speaking Spanish to like our family members and we would just get weird looks. So just like growing up through that and then going to college and you're like, oh, wow, wow, I went to college. I can be openly now and I'm free and I'm queer and I'm walking around school. But like you still get like treated bad. Like people still call you like, why are you walking around like that? Like, why are you talking like that? It was just like, I feel like I'm safe in college, but still not because like everyone's like calling you out for just being you. Yeah, and I think for me, I mean, my name is Jesus. <laughs> so my entire life, like actually I always practice is that I had zero clue that my name was a question or like that my name was not straightforward um, in high school because I went to a predominantly Hispanic preschool and no one ever questioned me, you know, like, how do you say your name? But being a professional now in like a, a big corporate environment, um, I, and it's been at multiple companies, people, call, and I don't know if it's discrimination. I mean, it, it really is, but they'll call me Jose, Juan, like they'll just name any J name. And it hasn't affected our business per se, but like as people. That's a microaggression and it's noted, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, you know, and I've had a hard time, I guess, because I'm a minority and because I grew up kind of like always feeling less speaking up about it. And I really never correct anyone. And I, my coworkers sometimes even jump in before I do, because it's just like, it's kind of offensive. Um, but as far as gay pride apparel goes, I don't think that we've encountered any type of discrimination. Um, we get like hate comments from trolls, but we really don't, we don't pay them no mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, and then we get like, no, I think it's pretty, it's been overall pretty good. But I do want to point that like, our customers though sometimes do send us notes like, you know, my parents don't know I'm out or like just like they're still living in this environment of like homophobia, which kind of we don't know like how many people would want to buy from us but they can't because they they feel like they're being um you know harassed at home or whatever it is so that's a little bit always like in the back of our minds and we try to be very smart about that but it's hard you know like not we we like to say that we live in a bubble we live in a very liberal city where we're openly gay men in a relationship with like you know queer people who are out as friends and there's people out there who don't have that same environment. Yeah, absolutely. I can remember, you know, a time when I was growing up where uh, those things were not, you know, readily available to me. And what I mean by that is like, even an image of a gay person who was successful or in a relationship, you know, not even in film or television was that represented when I was a kid. So um, I understand what you're talking about. Finding that place where you feel safe is very important. I'm happy that you are able to uh, be an example for those people who are still in places where they can't celebrate who they are yet. Yeah. That must be a very rewarding feeling. Oh my God. It's so much pressure sometimes, but thank you. <laughs> it does yeah. Feel good. I, I understand that. But you know what you're doing just by the, by the work that you're doing and then the life that you're leading um, and living it so publicly, you are giving people permission to do it themselves. And thanks, you know, I, I just, it's really cool. I couldn't imagine if I had been a kid and seen a company like yours, Gay Pride Apparel, um, existing back then. Maybe I would have been able to come to terms with it before, you know, before my sophomore year of college, um, <laughs> which would have been so much better, I bet. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I have like 10 years of experience on surgery now. <laughs> I, and, and you know what? Those years matter. <laughs> like, <laughs> they really do in terms of gay experience. Uh, right. Something I've seen is on your site, you were mentioning people who are not able to be out. Something that I know that you offer is discrete packaging. Is that one of your ways of being able to get this to people who well, would need to keep it private? Yeah, yeah. that's so, something that we were talking about, just like learning from our customers in the community. Like we live in New York City in a bubble and we made this company and we're selling this product to people, but we didn't think about people that are not in a safe community, people that are still not out to their parents, and someone just mentioned to us, they emailed us a couple months ago. They were like, hey, like, I just bought this sweater from us, from you guys. We love it. Thank you so much. But I'm very fortunate of being out and my family, like, supporting me. But what about the people that are not out or people that, like, live in, like, communities that, like, don't feel safe and stuff? So, like. Yeah, and we, we kind of, I mean, like, again, we, we like to stress that we listen and we learn and we adapt quickly. Um, we can do that because we're, we're just us two. Um, there's not really a lot of approvals going on around here. It's just like yes or no between each other. So we, we're, it makes us very flexible. And again, you know, we, we to be completely honest, we, we've kind of blown up this past couple months. Um, we've gone from, we hit a thousand orders in March in a year and three months to surpassing almost 4,000 orders in the past like two yeah. months. Uh, yeah. Which, you know, it's all fun and games until you're, yeah, until, until you're actually like affecting pe our people, yeah. like a community. And like, it's like, why are we like allowing everyone yeah. to be? So we decided to do discrete packaging, which we wish we could just do in general. Um, but it's a little bit hard and complicated as far as like logistics go. But um, we hope to one day be able to like do expand on that a little bit further. But this email really was just like, hey, like I'm safe, but people out there are not. And since we launched this a couple of weeks ago, we've gotten a, a, a good amount of people messaging yeah. us like, hey, can you please, you know, remove the name? And we send art packages from this place called The Shop. <laughs> it's just like a And we removed store. the line from your credit card statement. So yeah. that's a lot of follow through. That's amazing. Yeah. I was looking through your website and I was looking at how you source your things to get made. It seems like you know exactly where and how this is all being done. What's the process of figuring that out like? So we work with a really great um, production partner. Um, so just for context, we, we live in New York. So obviously there's like zero space. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we want to be kind of accessible to everyone around the world really. Uh, and so we work with a great production partner and all of our apparel items and most actually all of our items are ethically made from the source so like you know we buy blank t-shirts but they're all bella canvas t-shirts um which you know creates like the best garment softest t-shirts you have one i'm sure uh and they also are very very much about their ethics and sustainability so that's one way and then when we print on the shirts themselves we we ensure with our production partners it's all in the us or in europe and they are like the utmost quality as far as like factories and also like training our employees and anyone making the garments. And because we make everything handmade, we, we like to like, we don't have any extra stock of anything ever. So we kind of 
We only make what we need to make. Yeah, we don't waste anything. That's There's responsible. Like, we're like, oh wow, we made this design and we ordered a thousand units and it flopped. We, what are we gonna do with those other thousand units? They're just gonna sit there, inventory, yeah. so. So that's like, we, we do, that's why we do everything to order, just to make sure that we don't create any more waste in this world. <laughs> um, wow. And, and yeah, and our production partners are amazing. And we, we recently, like I've been in touch with them more closely and we're working on other eco-friendly products. Um, coming soon, which is more like organic cotton t-shirts and stuff like that. Degradable. That's really impressive. And I think a business model that will only age better. You know, like yeah. I think more and more people are having to do so much work to backtrack, to figure out how to reduce their uh, impact on the environment. What a, what a wonderful thing to make a focus. Um, yeah. It's one of the reasons it's so easy to support. Thank you. We, we're trying. We really like we we both work in fashion, like we said. So we see we see all the problems in our corporate real life jobs that we're like, this is so easy to change, and I don't know why it's taking forever. Let's just adapt and put that back into us, and it just spirals from there. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's only like as as a queer company, we want to make sure that we we're ethical and that we don't create any more waste. So what are some inspirations behind some of your specific designs or what influences you to create? Is it music? Is it other art? Yeah, I think it's a combination of all. I mean, from being in fashion and working with design and whatnot, I feel like walking around in New York City and just being openly gay, walking around, seeing other queer people, just artists, being more involved into the community, being out and talking to people. I feel yeah. like that's the biggest inspiration of like, us connecting with different artists and being, wow, we're learning so much from your story and how you got here and your experiences. And I feel like just the collaboration between that is something that really does get the juices flowing. And like from 1969 and Stonewall, I just feel like there's so yeah. much. We actually have a book too. It's called Queer by Design. Mm -hmm. And it, um, it kind of goes over like the history of queer design from like the, mm -hmm. from back in the day, like pre Stonewall stuff of like, different kind of like propaganda posters and stuff yeah. like that. And you know, like the pink triangle or- The evolution like, of the flag. Yeah, even to the evolution of the flag. Like it's all kind of, I guess, indicative of like what's cur currently going on. And obviously a lot of our designs also are just trendy, which what's going on currently in graphic design or in overall design. Um, like I love a good stacked <laughs> creation. You know, like I love like repeating the same thing six times. I can yep. throw it on anything and I'm like, yes. He's kind of like, I'm over it, but I love it. <laughs> so a lot of it, I guess, is just like experimenting and what we love already. In typography, like just like the fact of like boldness and you can change like italicizing and like just play around of like with different letters and fonts, I feel like it's something yeah. very new for us and that we haven't played with. And now Again, we we're not graphic designers. Like yeah. I was about to ask, what was your experience with graphic design before this? Was it none? So I, I was Just a social, from work. yeah, and I was a social media manager for a bit for like an e-commerce company, and I that involved like creating graphics, but it was definitely not graphic design. It was like Canva design, yep. which is I'm not knocking it. Like it's super easy. Um, and oh, I use it. Yeah, no, <laughs> we use it too. But, but as far as like designing new things, we and if you look at our history of like our designs, and if I were to like put it on a timeline, 
we definitely have gone from like, you know, very pre-made looking templates to kind of more original stuff more recently. Um, but our graphic, graphic design background is very limited. Yeah. But now it's like, we're, we can, we always joke around, we're like, we're designers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but speaking into reality, you're there, you know, uh, have a, you've designed. <laughs> you know, it is, it is just now coming into my mind that, um, you did those state ones and you know knowing now that you both were from arizona this makes so much sense why the arizona one was so cool it was it made me want to be from arizona because i was like that cactus is cute oh, oh yeah the right. yeah the original yeah. designs yes yeah. you know it's funny that one was actually our number one seller just it was cute people were not buying it from arizona it was like michigan wisconsin and we're like do people just like cactuses? Are they cute and trendy? Like, I almost bought one. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? To this day, our cactus design is probably our top seller, like, historically speaking. Yeah. Like, it was like, and we always joked around. We're like, we called it Arizona Pride or something. Really? And, like, everyone was just like, I don't care. It's a cute cactus. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, a, cute, a cute state shirt is a cute state shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just was like, I had no reason to buy it. I've I've never spent any extended period of time in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I was like, I won't know what to say if anyone ever asks me about this. Where'd you get your shirt from? Why are there a cactus on like, it's really cute. You're like, I got it when I went to Arizona. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you overcome creative blocks when they happen? Ooh. Scream. <laughs> do you? That's awesome. Like, um, so over it and annoyed because I'm like, I can't get this to work for me. So I just stop. I literally just stop and like, just like put it away, figure it out in like a week. Because I'm like, my brain is fried. This is like a good glass of wine helps. Yes. <laughs> I love uh, that. It's like a good glass of wine and like a slight like grunt. I am like a big grunter. So just always like, why are you, what's that? Noise? We're very vocal of how we feel. <laughs> Clearly. I love that. that. <laughs> yeah and just like getting up walking around reading more just like yeah and honestly like sometimes just going on instagram and mindlessly scrolling through like a good hashtag of like design or something or doing the complete opposite you know so mm -hmm. if you're doing something you're trying to illustrate this and i'm trying to draw this i just put it off and just <laughs> go, go on a bike ride or something or customers <laughs> like do something completely different that just your focus is it, it frees up the the space in the mind for the solution to be found exactly. without you having to find it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You're like, if I don't have to think about it, I'll figure it out later. And it happens. That's actually the better one because the glass of wine sometimes turns into two glasses of wine. And we don't figure it and out. You know? And then you never come back to it. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> what was I trying to do? You know? You're like, weren't we weren't we drinking wine? I'm yeah. <laughs> what were we trying to design this? Yeah. I'm like, what business? I don't remember that. <laughs> that is hilarious. If you could look back to January, or no, let's let's go the month before. Let's go to December 2018, uh, month before you start this. If you could go back and tell yourself something, advice, what would you say to yourselves? Listen to Sergio about delaying a launch a little longer. <laughs> no, um, love December it. 2018. And he did too. Yeah, I, I would say the same thing. Tell Jesus to stop. Uh, funny, oh God, this is going to be a spiral, but funny enough, in December of 2018, we actually launched our first version of our company, which was to build stores for others because we had the knowledge. Um, 
So that was December 2018. We would have so told I, us to I think not I do that us, and just yeah. focus on gay pride apparel. I would have said, hey, you're wasting time. Because we were looking for, for clients. We, were we, we had a client. We were trying to work with them. And we're like, what are we doing? So like, just if we would have started in December, it would have just... But I feel like we started in the right no, time. It was See, like then meant to be. Why would we want to go back and tell us what we would do differently? You know? Because yeah, like, then like... Yeah. Yeah. Recently, yeah. we've been kind of like in this weird mood of like everything kind of happens for a reason, and yeah, and it's like, and it's, it's true. Like every single step of the way it to this to exact moment, yeah. talking to you, like yeah, something happened the right way at the right time, and like we've been very, very kind of, I guess, aware of that, and, and you're starting Grateful. to appreciate yeah. it more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's amazing, and. Yeah, I don't I don't think necessarily, of course, that you needed to change anything. It's just uh, amazing that you would have just focused on your own stuff. You know, I think that that is going to be the thing I take away from that. Bet on yourself, you know? Yeah, we were still confused. We were still learning. It was barely like a year in New York. Not, e not even since from April. From so April like to December. And York, we were yeah. like still like trying to get into the groove, trying to find ourselves. And I feel like that little push would have... Yeah, but December was like a good, yeah. we, we, the reason I think we were inspired is because we saw all of our, these people we were meeting who were inspired. So I think mm -hmm. it really, honestly, it worked out and it was, it was like what had to happen because if it wasn't for that first step of us trying to create sort of people, we would have never considered it us doing an option it. of us doing it. That makes sense. That's true. I am very curious to find out a little bit more. Um, I know that you host and have collaborated uh, for Brita Filters Merchandise. How has that gone and how did it come to be? We love <laughs> Brita. So it all started with like us moving to New York and like looking at videos of New York, visiting New York. And we found this show on Fusion called Shade Queens, Shade of, Queens of NYC. Mm. And it was just about drag queens in New York City. So we saw Britta on there and then we came to visit New York City and we went to her drag show. We were in love. Like, obsessed. I, like, I, I swear, I'm, sometimes I'm like, I'm going to do the drag queen or students become a drag queen because like, I love drag queen. And we were in love <laughs> with Britta. Too. We were in love with, she's a great, for anyone who has never seen her live after quarantine, hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed, um, you need to go to a Britta filter show because, you know, she is an amazing performer and not to sound like her on the show, but like she is like the queen of New York City. Yep. She is really is like the, the city and Brita Filter is like synonymous. Like you go to a show, not only that, but she has like eight shows a week. Like sometimes wow. like workhorse. Like, oh my yeah. God. And, and she like turns it out at every show. But basically- She was one of our first supporters as well. Like knowing, like we met her and we were like, oh my God, we came, we're, we're from Arizona. We would watch her on Fusion and like on we're, like the yeah. shade and she became a supporter from the day one and then from she there she was actually one of our first like yeah. influencer partnerships yeah and she was like wearing our stuff and promoting us. we had an interview with one of like an nyu they were writing like a thesis of like queer like uh, people yeah, like and they interviewed brita filter as like one of like people wow. that we worked with so yeah. just from there and then we had that relationship with her and then we found out she left for a couple months to summer camp and we're like yeah, and we were like, okay. So we reached out to them and, you know, they, they already knew who we were. They already had bought, like, seen our stuff. Um, and it was great. I mean, I, we've never, we've never seen that much traffic come to our desire. Like, yeah. 
like the launch date to her being announced on RuPaul to just even exist in, um, she's still on the site now. And she's one of our bigger partnerships and we really, really appreciate her. And we, we love that, you know, she was, she trusted us with that. Well, I mean, the commitment that you have to your work, it shows through in all aspects. And so it seems a no brainer to me. I can't wait to get my own Brita fucking filter shirt. <laughs> like, I love that. You were saying you like the stacked thing? I love yeah. that. <laughs> love that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it says it all. <laughs> yeah. That was our first design. And she was like, this is my, this is it. We're yeah. doing it. It's my favorite. And like, she wears it literally 24 7 if you look yeah. at her Instagram stories. <laughs> Before we move on into our final section of things, uh, I was wondering, is there anything else that you would like to share with us about Gay Pride Apparel, yourselves? I know I saw on your Facebook pretty recently, I don't know if you want to discuss it, but relocating to Mexico City? Yeah, so this comes out in August. Okay, cool. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, we actually, yeah. so we, yeah, oh my God. So we've been quarantined in New York since March whatever date. I've been out of my office since March 13th. We've kind of kind of gotten into this weird, like, you know, it's not New York anymore. It's not New York anymore. It's no longer really where our careers are at. Like, cause- With our jobs, we, I think we hit a wall already. We moved We've been here for our career and now it's all remote. So it's and then being from home, working on our business and barely like on our, real corporate job we're like we can just don't this out us. us no i'm not <laughs> outing us i'm just saying that this is awesome so we're like we moved to new york city we tried it it was great we can always move back why not just go to somewhere else and we we visited mexico city for a week in march and my friend texted me she's like you know you don't have to move everywhere you visit <laughs> And I was like, first of all, but I can. Yeah. yeah. I was like, don't read me like that, but we are. Um, and we're, we're both Mexican and, you know, we grew up in a Mexican American household and I think it's just time. Like we yeah. just, I think we've, we've done our course here in New York. We, you know, got inspired, started these things um, and gave back and did what we could and got kind of, you know, pretty far in our personal careers too. Um, but we really, really, really are going to take the leap of faith on Gay Pride Apparel and, you know, other adventures that we have going on too. And if we've done so much in one year and have like working on this part time, like we can only imagine where we can take this just as far as even giving back to the community and, and making sure that we like Learn. are inclusive and we're learning and we're adjusting. Um, we can do so much more if we like just are free from everything else. Um, and if it's in Mexico City, which is gonna probably be where we're gonna be, or it's in, you know, somewhere else, it's gonna be good. Um, and quite frankly, just New York's too expensive. Oh yeah. <laughs> New York is just like, we don't wanna be, we don't wanna, we wanna be able to, you know, focus our time and energy without being scared of financials. And in Mexico City, we, we, we learned when we were there, it's relatively affordable still. And again, we wanna kind of get into this new place and get inspired again. Yeah. Um, because New York's a little bit, not to bash it, but like love New York but it's definitely not the same anymore. And I don't think no. it will be the same for the next couple of years. Yep. Because um, everyone, even close personal friends, moved or leaving. Yeah. They moved like to their home states. And well, right like what you were saying, that since the city has been on lockdown, um, the city doesn't have what it had to offer. 
you know, which was that vibrancy, that life, uh, that what I have always loved about New York is that I can walk down the street and feel like there's a, I'm a part of a million people, or I can also feel like completely alone, you know, like anonymity is a big thing um, because there were lots of people moving. But uh, if that wouldn't be there, then it really is a very expensive apartment that you just have. Yeah, exactly. It's like sounds, it. it sounds very like, yeah, like monetary, but it's really just like, it's, it's you know, they say like, if you can live in New York, if you can, you can make it anywhere. But, you know, we came, we made it, we figured it out, we got inspired and we'll come back, we'll come back. Yeah. And like, here's the thing. Go and be happy. We're, his, we're like come from a Mexican family. So like, it's a big deal to move away from your family. And um, moving to New York was like step one. And we always told them like, we're gonna move to Europe probably one day too. So just like raise yourselves. Um, Cause that was our five year plan after New York. We're like, after New York, let's go to Europe. Let's go to London. And that's where our career is gonna take he us. He likes to plan things. And then no, it's gonna be- You have to have goals, I get it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he has like a five year plan. And I'm like, let's move tomorrow. Um, yeah. But yeah, we are gonna go and we're gonna- We're, we're gonna, gonna see what happens. We're gonna test the waters. But I think it's gonna be great for gay part apparel. It's gonna be great for personally and for just creativity in general. That city's very vibrant, very creative, um, and it's just beautiful. So, go ahead and let our listeners know where they can follow. Uh, there's quite a few things that are right here, but I know that I would probably miss a few. My personal Instagram is boring nowadays because all I post is gay pride apparel. So just go ahead and follow us at gay pride apparel on Instagram. Um, our website's gayprideapparel.com. Our Twitter's a little funky because Gay Pride Apparel is banned for some reason, like the name. So follow us at Gay Pride App, which is also a great <laughs> app. What? <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. When I tried to join it, they were like, this no. name doesn't, yeah. it's banned. And I was like, okay. Listen, if Trump can be on Twitter doing like, whatever he's doing, then he, what in the hell? He. And you're not having have a great name. It's great. <laughs> Gay Pride App, A-P-P. So... If we ever launch an app, we have a, an app on Twitter now. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and then um, everything else, you know, you can find through our website. But mm-hmm. that's pretty much where yeah. you can find us. And we have some really good stuff coming out in the fall, um, which we're really excited about. And kind of a lot of uh, voting-related stuff, which will be really fun. In our, in our usual sassy and yeah. very straightforward tone. <laughs> uh, well, I, I can't wait for that. Uh, because you know what? I am going to be pretty straightforward about this election. You better get your ass out there and vote. Yeah, I will it not have it. That, <laughs> that will I... go on a t-shirt and we will put like a little dash for your name underneath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so we are going to move into our final section of um, the podcast. And it is a section I like to call Passions Lately. <gasps> oh. Quite simply... Jesus, Sergio, what are you passionate about lately? Um, I feel like the iPad, our iPad. Nice. Constantly just doodling inspiration, just literally in the hours and hours and hours of days, just like going at it. That and fresh flowers. Oh, yeah. I feel like when quarantine started, we were working from a nine to five. We would come home leave our stuff go out to dinner we would never be home yeah. and i'm like why are we gonna buy flowers if they're just gonna die there you know so now since being in a quarantine like we go to the deli we go to trader joe's we buy a, like in a bouquet of fresh flowers and we have it once a week and it's just 
So that and our iPad have been exceptional for Yeah, he's like obsessed with the iPad, which has been really great to see him like just like be creative. Because for a long time, good, I, you know, I was the one designing everything. Not that I'm like saying it's like a burden or anything, but like he had ideas and he knew what he wanted. But now he's kind of picked up the pencil and really done. And that just like tells that I'm like passionate to like learn. I'm like, I want to learn more. And like, I already feel like I already like did everything at work. And I'm like, all right, let's learn and let's learn about us. (laughs) Let's learn about our business. Let's learn about everything that we can do. So I feel like that's one of our, my, my, so cool. Oh God, I hate, uh, for me, I think right now I'm really passionate about our business one like I just really have been focusing all my energy on like how do we give back I guess like that's the part that we're trying to really really like refine and, mm-hmm. and, and kind of work on um, and personally I'm just like obsessed with our social media I guess it's all business related for me uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> like, okay being focused on something that's so worthwhile you know the first thing you said was that you're focused on giving back so you know uh, be obsessed with it so you can give back more i i yeah. love that yeah so that's like what we've been working on a lot in our free time and just trying to figure out like how to maximize that and make sure that we're giving it to the right people and just like really refining this to become great and bigger than it already is um and then chromatica like we talked about the other day like like yesterday our roommate was like it was a gaga day today and i'm like yes it was in a gaga week <laughs> it's like when is it not a gaga day yeah yeah and <laughs> lastly i guess pad thai <laughs> yeah i've had a lot of pad thai mm. months. that is delicious uh my passion lately for sure is actually food right now as well uh i'm a chef and um <laughs> I forgot I'm that so far away. Come, come I know. <laughs> I forgot that I um forgot that I agreed to make ceviche uh for a party. Oh, uh, and so that's what I made late last night. Like I got off of like a nine hour shift at work and then I had to come home and like, you know, and I do it all from scratch. It is nothing lemons, all the lemons that you had. I yeah. hate or yeah, oh, that was God. that was my partner. I did like all the other part. I was like, I'm gonna all this yeah. arranged together. Yeah. And, um, so we have a very beautiful ceviche in our fridge right now. That mm, that's something and refreshing. I'm passionate right about. So hot and humid. Ah. Well, you know what? I'm gonna tell you a little bit of a secret. I'm gonna let you in. Uh, not gonna tell you all of it, but <laughs> the thing that will transform your ceviche is gold tequila. Really? You have to put in a like, shot, one shot of gold tequila. I promise it transforms a- You're gonna have me like squeezing yeah. limes in six hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's try it. <laughs> it, it really fun. is. It's, it's a delicious, delicious thing. Uh, so I'm very passionate about that. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to eat it. Too. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> I am just blown away by this entire experience. I, I want to thank both of you so very much mm-hmm. for everything you. that you're doing with your company, you know, from um, supporting the Trevor Project to the Trans Suicide Hotline, you know, everything that you're giving back to and everything that you're doing and your time with me today. Thank, thank both of you so freaking much. <laughs> we so love much. I'm like, so we can exciting. continue. I'm like, this is free therapy. Yeah. This is great. Yes. Well, uh, we do have our final question for the pod. 
what is the most recent thing that's happened to each of you that's made you purely happy? This podcast. Um, I think for me, like you asking us, honestly, when you sent us the email, you were like, I'm not sure if you remember me, whatever. And I was like, oh, no. Like you were, and like we told you earlier, you were our eighth customer. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. like, you know, hearing back from you and kind of asking us to be a part of this, we will serve. Like I, again, we we're in this weird euphoric state right now in general. And just like hearing from you, someone that trusted us from the beginnings and kind of gave us this, you know, you essentially gave us that extra push to keep going. Cause you know, you were, you believed in us enough. So we really, for me, at least that's my. Thank my you. Answer. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> this is the first time somebody's made me cry. <laughs> Uh-huh. that's so well, sweet thank you so much for what you do what you keep doing and you're so passionate too like we see it i we're i think we're friends on facebook like i see everything you're doing and when you started this pod i remember it's like the announcement i remember your pose and i think a part of Pro follows you too like we 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 see your growth and we see your passion so we're passionate about you being passionate <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thanks <laughs> this is all worth it because of what we're doing and I would just want to say like our customers, like we get daily emails of like people just saying, Hey, we're one of the first Pride merch things that I've ever bought in. And I'm so happy to tell my family that I'm coming out with this shirt. And just like, it's, it's just a t-shirt which says gay. It's just a (laughs) t-shirt. But for them, like for the people wearing it, it's like a statement, like in life, it's like a journey. This is it. And I'm here and I'm proud, you know, like, yeah. We get emails like that constantly, and it's You've just been like, crying a lot like, yeah, that. we have. Like, it's just <laughs> the response that we've gotten. That's what's making me so happy. This emotion. This. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Wow. There's nothing else to say. So you know what? We're gonna. We're just gonna bring this to a close. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on Eye to Eye today, Jesus and Sergio of Gay Pride Apparel. And thank you listeners for being here with us. Now go outside. We'll be here and gayer when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Eye to Eye was edited by Dylan Newman and the theme song written and performed by Emily Easley. Make sure to rate and subscribe at Apple Podcast or wherever you enjoy podcasts today. Mm-hmm.